Ervin Perk Ches Mishnadalid 8.4. We've already established that when it comes to the air of Chatseros, what's happening is you're taking this container of bread and you're putting it in one person's home who lives in the Chatser. And we're saying everyone lives in this home symbolically where the food is. And they're almost like guests in his home, if you will. And since everyone is one big happy family, a consortium, so everyone can carry throughout the Chatser. Now, that means that the that food, like called the box of matzahs, the box of matzahs that you're using as your Erev Chatseros, has to be in a place which is appropriate for living. If you put the box of matzahs in a place which isn't a home, a makum, that's a place that's um, appropriate for people to have residence, so then it's simply not a acceptable place to keep your Erev. And since we can't say everyone lives in that particular place, since it's not for living in, the placement of the Erev will not be effective and one will not have a halachic Erev Chatseros. So our mission here is going to discuss which sort of places you're allowed to put your Erev Chatseros and it will be effective. Misha says, Hanosin es Eruvo beves Shar. If you put your Erev inside a base Shar, that is the um, the entrance to the Chatser was often protected by a little like gatehouse where there was a guard there to make sure people didn't come in and didn't belong there. So that person even may live in that gatehouse theoretically. But the point is, Everyone's passing through the base Shar. There's a lot of traffic there. And the basic point of a home is it has to provide you with at least um, privacy and security. And maybe there's security here as a base Shar, but it's really no privacy because everyone's passing in and out all the time. And therefore, it's just not a home where people live. And therefore, if you put your area of Chatseros over there, it will not be effective. Similarly, if you put it in Achsadra or Merpeset, it won't be effective if you put it in the Achsadra. The Achsadra is a a portico. It's like a covered walkway. And it may have walls on some sides, but at least one of the sides typically would have columns, like a colonnade, supporting that portico. And since it's not closed in on all four sides, it's not a place for living. You don't have privacy there. And therefore, putting your air of chatseros there will not be effective. And same goes for the merpeset. The merpeset is um, on the upper floor. It's like a, there a, a gallery or an overlook or a balcony. It's a second floor area that people share upstairs, um, but again, it's open and upstairs and not closed and not a private home and therefore not effective. Therefore, ain't no Erev. The Hadarsham, if someone opts to live in any one of these places, the guy, the guard lives in his guardhouse, for argument's sake, or someone's sleeping on the bench in the portico, it doesn't matter, ain't no Oser, I love that that person who's living in the guardhouse or whatever it is, doesn't restrict the other person or persons in the Chatzar from caring. Because he's not considered a bona fide resident. And only the residents are the people who can restrict one another in terms of shared ownership in the chatzer. If someone happens to be sleeping on a bench in the chatzer, he doesn't become someone who could restrict everyone else's movement. So if everyone else participates in the area of chatzeros, they can carry regardless of that person sleeping on the bench um, or even in the guardhouse. The way the mission is written, it says, Osir Alav, it's talking about as if there's only one other person. It's like the guy, the guard sleeping in the guardhouse, plus the one resident inside the chatzer. Um, but it's equally true if there's multiple people. Beves tevin on the flip side, if one puts his Erev Chatzeros in the straw shed, like the silo, storage silo for straw. Beves bakar the animal shed, like the barn where the animals live, which is closed on all four sides with doors or walls. Uvevesa Eitzim, the wood shed. Uvevesa Otsaros, or just the storage shed. All these sheds, while they're not designed to be inhabited by people, they certainly could be inhabited by people because they have walls. They're just, you know, they're a room. And therefore, they are eligible for living in. And therefore, Hareza Erev, 
one could say that's where people live, and therefore putting the box of matzahs for Erev Chatzeros in the storage shed, etc., will be effective in establishing an Erev Chatzeros. Everyone lives in that room. Vahadarsham. If someone actually lives, in fact, in the storage shed or the woodshed, etc., then Osralav, he, that, that resident, restricts the other person or persons in the chatzir. Again, we're written in the singular as if there's one other person there, um, but whether it's one or many. The point is, if a guy lives in the woodshed, that provides him with security and privacy, and therefore it's his home. And that being the case, he'll restrict the others. Um, important to remember when it comes to um, determining residency for the area of chatzeros, you have to also eat there. So this guy who lives in the woodshed, he doesn't just sleep in the woodshed, he also eats his meals in the woodshed. That makes it his home, and therefore he restricts everyone else who shares the chatzir with the woodshed. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Im yesh sham tefisas yad shel eno which means, literally, Rabbi Yehuda holds, if the owner of the shed has rights to keep things in there, I'll explain more in a moment, then the guy who lives inside the shed doesn't restrict the Baal habayis. So the case here is where you have only two people living in this chatzar. you got the Baal habayis who owns the chatzar, and he's rented out this shed to some other guy, who this tenant who lives in the shed. So we just got finished saying if a tenant lives in the shed, he's like a resident all to himself, and if he doesn't participate in the Erev, he'll restrict the other guy or guys. Now, our Mishnah, according to Yehuda, who the halacha follows, says if the owner, the Baal habayis, of this shed is renting it out to this tenant, but the Balabayas leaves something in that shed, and he retains the right to access that thing when he wants. And we're talking about a thing that can't be moved on Shabbos, so it's there sort of permanently in the Balabayas's rights to go in and get it. Um, like say it's Mutza, Shulchan Aruch says, or just too heavy to move. In such a case, the way that the halacha looks at this tenant is that he's actually just like a guest in the home of the balabais, like a person, if I have, if I rent out my basement to a separate person, so then we have now two people living in the house, and we need to make an area of a shared living space. But if I just have a guest over for Shabbos, and he's sleeping in my guest room, he doesn't restrict me, because he's a guest in my home. So we're saying that a person who lives in a storage shed, or the equivalent, in which the balabais retains the right to go into that storage shed, and then leave stuff there, which cannot be taken out on Shabbos, so he has access to it on Shabbos. So then we look at this tenant as being not a tenant and a renter in a separate, within a separate residence, but rather a guest in the home, in like the guest room, if you will, of the Balabais, and therefore he, the tenant, doesn't restrict the Balabais from carrying in the shared areas. Now this is all assuming that there's just one um, Balabais aside from the tenant in the storage shed, and therefore they can carry it as his guest. Of course, if in addition to this Balabais there are other people living in the Chatzair, the fact that this guy has a has a storage shed, which from his perspective is like his, his guest room, doesn't restrict him. But since now you've got three residents, if you will, you've got the Balabais, his tenant, and the third guy. So now we have a problem again, and the guy who lives in the shed is considered enough of a resident all to himself um, with access to the chatzir that he has to participate in the Erev, or indeed he would restrict the other guy, the third guy, and therefore everyone's restricted because you haven't got a single Erev Chatzeros that unifies everyone to a single consortium.